Welcome <laughs> into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. You know this. Two Rivers Ford has been doing business in Middle Tennessee since 1983, nearly 40 years with honesty and integrity. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, I'll tell you more about how you can make money betting the NFL if you're not already doing that. Tonight, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress and the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. And of course, you know, Brymac Mechanical for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. All right, so let's talk about the scenario right now. Steelers are truly struggling. To get the ball down the field, they've just uh, they've now just punted after an incompletion on third down. Tyree Kill is going to try and do something, do a little live play by play. He just got rocked. It looked like the eleven at this point. Um, but Kansas City leading Pittsburgh fourteen to seven, fifty two seconds left on the clock. You're probably going to end up playing Cincinnati, and we weren't sure exactly how this was going to go. So I wanted to kind of poor producer Reed. By the way, all the love for producer Reed. Tonight, you guys should say, should, uh, we don't talk about him enough because he's not on camera with me every night, but he had to put together two different show rundowns tonight. I told him to be ready at two different times because I said, if it's a blowout in the first half, we're going to roll on the Bengals show. If it's close in the, in the uh, second quarter, then we're going to push it to halftime. So everybody say thank you, Reed, for all of his great work to make sure that we could get this thing going. But regardless, Titans, I mean, it's possible because there was a defensive touchdown scored by Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt, on a fumble recovery in the end zone. Then Kansas City finally got their act together and start marching down the field. There is a situation for Tennessee where they could see the Steelers. And we'll talk about that tonight based off what we're looking at right now. Chiefs are at their own 20, 52 seconds on the clock. And Mahomes looking to drive, just had to throw that away on first down. So we'll talk about this together in the Two Rivers Ford take that I want to ask you to start the show tonight, your Two Rivers Ford take, um, as we do each and every night, fair or foul? (laughs) And this seems funny after we've seen about two quarters of football play out. Fair or foul? Steelers keeping it close in Kansas City should make Titans fans nervous about a potential rematch. So is that fair or foul? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together, your Two Rivers Ford take. Now, listen, I understand at this point why you would why there would be a landslide of fouls in the comment section. In fact, that very well might be my answer. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends, of course, at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. I am anxiously awaiting, anxiously awaiting my new 2022 Ford Explorer from Two Rivers Ford. It's going to be at the dealership in March. I am so excited. Matthew Barker and my non-commissioned salesperson, Jonathan Wittelick, walked me through the entire process just as they'll do for you, just as they'll do for any of their great customers that come out and see them in Mount Juliet. 
my car, my, my Ford Explorer. It's being built at the start of next month. It's going to be on the lot by March. Two-month turnaround time, incredibly important for me as far as availability was concerned. And if the vehicle that, for example, I wanted a specific kind of vehicle, so I wanted to make sure I got exactly what I wanted. If the vehicle that you don't uh, that you want is not on the lot when you go out and visit them in Mount Juliet, you can build your own at Two Rivers Ford, just like I've done. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So is it fair or foul at this point as we watch this? Chiefs and Steelers keeping it close, 28 seconds to play, 14-7, uh, and Pittsburgh, or excuse me, Kansas City just took their first time out. Do you believe it to be fair or foul? Bobby says it's a moot point. Well, expand for me, Bobby. I need to uh, understand a little bit here. Rhett Berrigan says the Steelers are such trash, it's like they don't even know who they are playing. Ben wasn't lying when he said they didn't belong. And listen, here's what I'll say. Um, Pittsburgh's defense belongs. Pittsburgh's defense belongs in the playoffs. They are causing Kansas City problems. It is difficult to hold Patrick Mahomes to a couple of three and outs the way that they did to start this game. Now, it seems that uh, their offensive inability for Pittsburgh has, uh, has you know, I'm certain tired this defense out. There's only so much. I've been to Arrowhead before. Obviously, I've never played in Arrowhead. Almost got a sack there. Patrick Mahomes running for his life and making incredible plays down the field. This is as Mahomesian as we've seen him look in quite some time. Um, but uh, at this point, you know, the Steelers' defense belongs. There is no disputing this. But it is being wasted by an offense. And frankly, you know, I know a lot of people are burying Big Ben in the comments section. This is not Ben's fault tonight. I mean, Ben is not great at this point in his career. We all understand last ride for Ben Roethlisberger. You know, I'm sure it's going to be emotional for Steelers fans if they and probably when they end up losing this game. But from my standpoint, Ben has been fine. Deontay Johnson has done this team a massive, massive disservice with the amount of drops that he's already had. It is a difficult place to play in Kansas City. There's a ton of pressure in a playoff game. That is a hostile environment in Arrowhead Stadium. And by the way, their offensive line isn't good and their quarterback is diminished. If that is so, then you cannot be the dude, the one individual at this point, Deontay Johnson, who is most responsible for them being down in this situation. And Kansas City is going to score a touchdown to go up 21-7. to So it's become a blowout basically here late. And fair or foul is the question. Uh, I would say foul. I would say foul. Uh, even before this. Even before this, just because, and but I didn't know. I mean, Deontay Johnson has had drops all year long. It is probably going to be a blowout yet again, just as it was for the Steelers when they first went to Arrowhead earlier this year. It is in all likelihood going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'll tell you, foul as far as a fearing a potential rematch is concerned, because I don't necessarily think they're going to get there. But we'll talk about the Bengals here in just a second, right after I remind you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook has a great offer for you if you are betting NFL football right now. As they count you down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. 
you bet just five bucks and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. All customers can also get in on DraftKings Hammer the Over promotion. For every 5,000 bettors who take the over for Saturday night's game, the point total will lower by half a point. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code A2ZSports. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code A to Z Sports this wild card weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, present in Tennessee to bet. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So it is going to be, it is going to be, the Bengals in all inevitability. We're just waiting for this game to go to halftime right now. And, you know, up until the last, basically the two-minute warning, this was a one-score game. So we'll see. Ben has three timeouts and 13 seconds to go. But with the drops and with his inability to push the ball down the field at this point in his career, it's unlikely that we'll see Ben Roethlisberger pull them back within seven points. We will uh, we'll keep an eye on it because we're going to talk with you through halftime and then get you to the second half tonight on the primetime show. So from my standpoint, it's foul that the uh, that there would be any fear of a potential Steelers-Titans rematch. Cincinnati, it is in all likelihood. Foul as far as this is concerned because there is nothing... The, the, the Steelers' defense, as I mentioned, the Steelers' defense is to be feared. But the quarterback, the offense, the offensive line, there is nothing there that really... That really threatens the Titans at this point. Now, maybe you think that's a ridiculous statement to say, given that the Titans did lose to this very same Steelers team, looking as diminished as they did on offense and as competent as they did on defense. From my standpoint, though, the Titans, here's the thing about the Tennessee Titans, all right? And it's a great, it's a great stat for why there will not be, uh, why NFL teams, whether it's the Bengals, whomever they see, whether it's Buffalo or Kansas City in the AFC Championship game, should they make it that far? Here's the thing about the Titans and any team that, that would be game planning for the version of the Titans that we saw throughout the course of this year. Coach Dave McGinnis came on my radio show on Friday and gave me a statistic that said of the, I think it was over over 1,100 offensive snaps played by the Tennessee Titans this year. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones have been on the field for just over 100 of those together, the three of them together. So barely 10% of the offensive snaps have the three-star players played for Tennessee this season. It is incredibly difficult to imagine that any team who saw the Titans this season without those three guys would be able to game plan for a version of them that just didn't play this season, right? You can be, you can game plan for what Julio Jones used to be at c- certain times. You can look at AJ Brown and say, "All right, he's obviously the top pass catching option in this offense." But then there's Derek, who you know you have to stop, and the three headed monster, the pick your poison offense, whatever the case may be. It never really materialized in a way for all of us to see it pay dividends on the field for them. So from that standpoint, I think that either, even if Pittsburgh somehow miraculously finds a way to scrounge this thing out, and I think 21 points is too much for Ben Roethlisberger at this point in his career to overcome, 
What I'll say to you is that Cincinnati or Pittsburgh, whomever it ends up being finally, is not necessarily going to be well-equipped to play this Titans team because you're game-planning for basically an entirely different version of the offense than you've really seen all season long. So from that standpoint, I don't think the I don't think the Steelers uh, as a long shot would make you nervous in the rematch. I don't think that the Bengals should make you nervous. I think that Joe Burrow is going to put on a show, and I I'm excited. I in fact I hope that it, I don't have to watch any more Ben Roethlisberger football at this point. I want to see Joe Burrow come into Nashville, and I want to see him go toe to toe with a healthy version of the Tennessee Titans offense in 2021 that any of us really have not yet seen. Now, Mahomes in the first half, 19 of 28, 241, three touchdowns, and a 115.3 rating. I don't necessarily know that Ben's got that kind of juice left in him. So we'll talk about the Bengals from that standpoint. Now, as far as the matchup is concerned, I would say to you that, obviously, if you watch that playoff game between the Raiders and the Bengals, on Saturday, you saw that Joe Burrow can do some things to cause you fits, right? Now, however you want to discuss whether that touchdown, uh, I think it was Joe Burrow's second touchdown pass um, in that game, whether it should have actually been a touchdown. It was a touchdown for all intents and purposes. There was an early, uh, um, I, I can't remember the exact terminology, what it says in the NFL rule book, but basically the ref blew the whistle erroneously while the ball was still in the air should have been called, uh, ball should have been dead, basically, at that point, which would have negated the touchdown. But they called it a touchdown anyway. And because of that, Jerome Boger is no longer refereeing postseason games at this point. So with all that being said, you know, you can look at that and say, all right, well, maybe they wouldn't have beat the Raiders if that touchdown would have been left on the board. Officiating has that impact no matter what. Ended up working out in their favor. Maybe you thought they would have beaten the Raiders on their face anyway because Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, uh, I love I love the tight end whose name is escaping me right now. 87, he's an absolute stud. I think I would b- probably botch his name anyway. He's such a good player. But they've got a fantastic complement of skill position players and a defense that can get after the passer. Now, there were a couple injuries yesterday for Cincinnati along that defensive front. I know Trey Hendrickson did miss some time, and Larry Ogunjobi, their defensive tackle, did leave that game on a cart, if memory serves correctly. But now with Joe Burrow, in all likelihood, going to be coming to Nashville, I think that it's an interesting game and a fascinating matchup that I can't wait to watch. Hello? How did it feel to deliver something Cincinnati that they haven't felt in 31 years? Yeah, I felt good. You know, we could have played better on offense in the second half. Um, so that was disappointing, but I thought we played really well in the first half. And... You know, made plays when we needed to. Defense stepped up in the fourth quarter. Um, so it's a, an exciting win. We're on to the next one. On the touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd, the big deal that's going around is the whistle blew. Did you hear any kind of whistle or anything when you delivered that ball? No, I didn't hear any whistle. Listen, I because uh, I get asked a lot, and that was Joe Burrow, by the way. Welcome back, A to Z Sports Prime Time. If you're just now joining us from the DraftKings Sportsbook Pro, uh, Studios promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, Joe Joe Burrow, I I get asked all the time. In fact, I I had a uh, I had a bit of a back and forth with some Titans fans on Twitter 
because I said, I said I would love to see Cincinnati, and it looks like I'm going to get my wish. I would love to see Cincinnati play in Nashville. I love his style of play. I love his demeanor. I love the way he carries himself. He's going to be a great quarterback for a lot of years to come as long as they can keep him upright. And I was excited about the prospect of seeing that live, and I got some pushback on that, Dom Odell says. You mean Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, they do very striking resemblance to one another. But, um, you know, I got some pushback on that because I, I, I had people coming after me saying, why would you want a team that doesn't match up well with the Titans? Why would you want to see a team that could potentially beat the Titans? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. Like, and, and I, you know, I feel like I don't have to say, state this all the time, but every once in a while, it's a good reminder. Like, I don't care about which matchup best favors the Titans. Now, I'm here to tell you from my uh, standpoint as an analyst and as a reporter and as somebody who covers your team and also pays attention to the league at large, I'm I'm here to tell you who I think best favors the Titans as far as matchups are concerned. But as far as my personal rooting interest, I have none. I have none. I want to see the best possible game. It could end in the divisional round. It could end in the Super Bowl with the Titans winning it. It would not make any difference. I mean, well, let, let me not lie to you. It would make a financial difference to me if the Titans went all the way and won the Super Bowl. It would mean a great deal of more of exposure for me personally. So from that standpoint, I'd like to be transparent, that would directly benefit me. But I, I don't root either way. I love Joe Burrow, though. I am going to say, I'm going to tell you, just as I, as a play, from a player standpoint, like I love watching AJ Brown play. In that same light, I love watching Joe Burrow play. Like, uh, from a, from a player, like I don't root for teams, right? But I'm very, I want to see the best performers when I get to cover games and to see Joe Burrow and Jeff Simmons and AJ Brown and Jamar Chase, like back and forth, back and forth. It would be great. Anyway, so from that standpoint, I think that this is going to be a still a favorable matchup for the Titans when it inevitably ends up being Cincinnati. And from my perspective, I will tell you that I think that the offensive line for Cincinnati, I think that Zach Taylor called a hell of a game yesterday against the Raiders to try and mitigate their issues on the offensive line. I think that Jeff Simmons, Danico Autry, Bud Dupree, and Harold Landry should be able to take advantage of that, especially coming with fresh legs. You saw what a difference the bye week made for the, or excuse me, the, uh, the, uh, yeah, that was the bye week when, um, after they came off the bye, they played the San Francisco 49ers. And it was a, uh, it was a spectacular. Actually, I think I, I think I might have my, I think I'm, I might have my games mixed up. They did, they played the Jags coming off the bye. Forgive me. Um, I did mix that up a little bit, but the fresh legs for the, and you know, Jags aren't a great offensive line either. Fresh legs for the pass rush did make a difference though. Caused a ton of problems for Trevor Lawrence, who by the way looked great against a good defense in the Indianapolis Colts. Um, from a standpoint, uh, from that, uh, Stephen, Stephen Kim, Sheridan says, is Burrow your new Rivers? No, nobody is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has a special place in my heart because nobody makes those faces. Nobody uh, has that kind of reaction on a football field without cussing Philip Rivers. And it's not, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily into like uh, non-cussing. Like you can cuss. It doesn't, I cuss. I know it doesn't bother me, but I just, I, there's nobody more emotive while playing the sport of football than Philip Rivers. He is just a, a beauty. Uh, Burrow, Burrow is just very much, he's just a, he's an assassin. And I love that about him. Um, Ryan Fix says, you're high. If you say you have no rooting interest, you have to have a personal relationship with some of these players. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, there's no question. Um, I Listen, here's what, and I, we can go back and forth on this. 
Um, everybody has their biases, right? Everybody. Nobody is purely objective. I, I'm, that's why I don't lie to you. I say that from a financial standpoint and from a personal exposure standpoint, it would greatly benefit me for the Titans to go to the Super Bowl. I, I'm never, I've never lied to you guys about that. I have direct, I have money directly tied. Every time they win a game, I hear more money in my bank account. Love to see it, right? All about it. More of you guys watch, more of you guys interact. It's good for me because I'll do more interviews elsewhere in the country because they'll be one of the few teams playing. Like that's, that's huge for me, right? Um, but Ryan Fick brings up a good point. You're high if you say you have no rooting interest. You have to have a personal relationship with some of these players, and I do, absolutely. Uh, it'd only be human nature to want to root for somebody you know from best, uh, you know best from a personal standpoint. I don't get how you and others like PK claim to be impartial. Well, I, we are. I, I think you can be impartial and say, yeah, like if they lose the game, would I feel bad for um for them? Sure. But is that going to impact how I cover that? Absolutely not. If they like anytime they anytime they suck, right? Anytime they suck. Um, and really for the first couple of years that I was here. Like I had to, I remember the first boss that I had when I started covering the Titans said, You cannot, you cannot rip them as much as you are. People hate it. You're way too negative about it. And, you know, frankly, I don't really care about any of that. Like if they if what I'm watching sucks, I'm gonna tell you what it sucks. If somebody does a bad job, I'm gonna tell you that they do a bad job. If the Tennessee Titans go to the Super Bowl and, you know, it's one yard short, like Kevin Dyson, uh, you know, the the whole like PTSD against the Los Angeles Rams, and it would be fitting because this is going to be in Los Angeles, the Rams home stadium. So we will see, you know, no, no bad juju, knock on wood if you're a Titans fan, I guess. But like, if they do it in a way that sucks, yeah, I'm not going to feel bad about the way they lost. I don't feel bad. Whether they win, I don't feel good when they win. I don't feel bad when they lose. I don't feel bad when they win. I don't feel good when they lose. Like it's just, it's well, and and there are days when I I know when they lose, like the Jets and the Texans. I know that's going to do better for me too, right? Because you guys are going to be pissed, and when you're pissed, you interact more. So again, I try to I try to make sure that I'm open about all of my biases, but from a standpoint of being impartial, I would say there's no question that uh, Karski myself. John Glennon, uh, I think Teresa Walker, Teron Davenport. I think that we are all at the height, at, you know, at the at the height of our profession. I think that the vast majority of us carry ourselves with impartiality, and I think that's important. But not that you care to get into the details of how it is that we do our jobs and blah 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 blah. Like I think that's a little too inside baseball. Um, <laughs> Juan Gomez says, "Why are we even listening to this guy?" Oh, Juan, get the hell out of here! I don't need you. Juan, I got I got a bunch of people here. I don't need need you. Juan, keep it moving, baby. Uh, we got a show to do. So from the standpoint of, from the standpoint of the Tennessee Titans, what they are going to do is, uh, what they're going to do is they're probably going to host the Cincinnati Bengals and they will be able to, uh, they will be able to take advantage of what Cincinnati brings to the table. I think that there's a lot of different things that the Titans do well. I think from a pass rush standpoint, I think if the offense continues their growth and progression from a uh, from a passing game standpoint, Ryan Tannehill looked spectacular with with healthy skill position players and, by the way, with adequate protection. Bengals are going to bring pressure. They found ways to get creative defensively, but it it is also worth noting that against the Raiders, um, they had uh, they had um, they had some injuries yesterday with Trey Hendrickson and Larry Ogajobi, as we brought up earlier. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, since the since I want to get you guys back in time for the second half, even though this might be an ass kicking, we'll see. 
The second question that I want to ask you guys is this on A to Z Sports Primetime. What percentage of Super Wildcard Weekend games did you watch? And I ask you this because the vast majority of them have been terrible. There was one good game yesterday of the two. There was one game today that could be considered good, but I also thought that that game was wretched from a game plan perspective from the Cowboys. I thought that Jimmy G's interception is the only reason it was any kind of competitive. And I think that Mike McCarthy, honestly, they should find a new coach because I thought Mike McCarthy made such egregious errors today. That staff made such egregious errors today that there should be legitimate consideration to finding, you know, to promoting Kellen Moore or whatever. But what percentage of super wildcard game, uh, wildcard weekend games did you watch? Because there was a lot of bad ones. A lot of bad ones, right? We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com is the place to be for um, satisfaction guaranteed. GaryAshton.com will make sure, as the official real estate agent of the Preds, the Titans, and me on prime time, that they will give you the best possible information, the best possible intel, so you can have the intel edge in this seller's market in Nashville to sell your home for more. Or if you're trying to find a dream address without the stress, you can do that too at GaryAshton.com. So with all that being said, what percentage of these wild super wild card weekend games did you watch? Because I'll be honest, I turned, I, I'm going to watch Buffalo back, um, but I, I went to sleep early last night. I wasn't, I wasn't sticking around for that. That was an ass kicking, an absolute ass kicking. There was a lot of bad games. This game is going to end up being bad. Chiefs are moving the ball down the field at a uh, at a rapid rate. This is its potential to be an even bigger blowout than this game was. This first game between these two teams in Arrowhead in the realist uh, in the uh, in the regular season. Um, the the earlier game between the Eagles and the Buccaneers was absolutely terrible. Jalen Hurts was hurt. Didn't matter. Blowout. Not interested in it at all and so with all that being said you know how much what percentage uh, you can say you watched all the games but did you watch all of the games like all the way through now I think gambling is going to play a big uh role in that shout out DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A2Z Sports is how you can get in on all the action I would say to you that I probably watched I probably watched about 70 I, I probably watched about 70 percent of the football the, the the football total like from snap to snap I turned I turned off the Eagles game one because it doesn't affect the Titans. If if the Bucks get to the Super Bowl, I'll have plenty of time to go back and watch their film, um, and I'm certainly going to go back and watch their film anyway. Since I'm going to uh, talk about that game this week with Greg Cosell on the pod on the install podcast, I watched every snap of the Bengals and Raiders. Obviously, I watched probably I would say I probably watched I watched the first half of the Bills and the Patriots, but that was clear that there was just no momentum there for New England. And then with this Cowboys-Niners game, I watched every snap of that as well. But really, that game should have been a blowout if Jimmy G did not throw that interception. This game is going to be an ass-kicking, so I will say I'll probably watch up through the third quarter to see if uh, Pittsburgh can do anything at all against the Chiefs at this point. But I'd say I'd probably watch about 70% of the football. And part, you know, I would have watched 100%, honestly, if I had to do the radio show tomorrow, but I took uh, I took tomorrow off uh, of the radio show. And by the way, I'll tell you who's going to be uh, filling in for me tomorrow because I think that you should still listen to the radio show, even though I'm not going to be there. Um, so what I'll say to you is I watched about 70%, and I think that that's probably more than it was worth. I think that the 
expansion. This is why college football playoff expansion is concerning to me because I don't think there's going to be more football games. I just think there's going to be more bad teams getting blown out by the biggest and the baddest. That's kind of how I felt about these super wild card weekend games tonight. So 70%. Uh, Randy Hemberg says 65% uh, is what he watched. Let's see. I saw uh, I saw 69%. Nice for Mark Jones. I saw 77% for Puka. So a lot of you, most of you watch the majority of the football. And listen, we're all going to watch the football, right? But if it's bad, I don't think you necessarily need to stick around for the whole thing. Uh, Darla Coleman says, watch 100%, enjoy 25. That's that's a great that's a great assessment by Darla. Uh, all right, let's move on. Let's wrap this up. This is a free site, and then let's get you back to the second half of the Steelers and the Chiefs. The question that I have for you on this Sunday night is this. How would you celebrate your favorite team's first playoff win in 30-plus years? So this could be the Vols winning a, uh, a national championship for the first time or may even making the college football playoff for God's sakes, uh, for the first time since the 1990s, uh, free site is this, how would you celebrate your favorite team's first playoff win in 30 plus years? I'll tell you, uh, how the Bengals did or how the Bengals head coach did here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guarantee on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac is the best in the business. They have you covered commercially, residentially. Brimac.com. Ductwork, if you so choose, they will make sure that you get things done and have uh, and are in your comfort zone, whether you're experiencing cold weather like we are here in Middle Tennessee or if you're, you know, if you're uh, somewhere in warmer climes uh, in Kentucky or in Tennessee because they have three locations and they service. Uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. Tyreekus would go live, says Chris Radoga. <laughs> Tyreekus, man. Tyreekus is one of the most, I wish. Tyreekus, so if you don't know who Tyreekus is, he's a uh, Titans Facebook uh, phenomenon. He is a spectacular ranter. If Tyreekus could uh, do it without cussing, he would probably have my job because the dude is really, really good on the spot. But what I will say to you is I would, I'm dying for him to do one. I don't know if he can do one that's clean because I want to do like a segment on my radio show where we do like this week in Titans Facebook and play a Tyreekus rant. But he's just, there's too many. <laughs> too, there's too many N-words. There's too many F-words. Like, I, I can't do it. So uh, Tyreekus going live would be insane. But I'll tell you how Zach Taylor did it, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. He did uh, He did. What the vast majority of us would do. Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals, just went to a bar. Zach Taylor just went to the bar. It's uh, it's it's a great it's a great way to celebrate it. Now, if he ends up in COVID protocols, his uh, his team's going to be pissed at him. 
um, because that is not an ideal situation. Whether you know, again, I don't care about your, uh, I don't care about your beliefs in COVID, uh, good, bad, indifferent, otherwise. Like if he ends up in the protocol, like that's not a good deal. Um, but with all that being said, it's a great way to celebrate. Congratulations to the Bengals, by the way. They've earned probably a trip to Nashville, and we will see how uh, how much uh, the Titans have in store for them when they end up here in the divisional round. Be a lot of fun. It will certainly be a lot of fun. Enjoy your time. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I am off the radio show tomorrow, but uh, Kayla Anderson, Keith Bullock, and Will Bowling. Lucas and I are taking the day off. Uh, they asked us if we wanted MLK Day. I said if there's a Titans. If the Titans are playing on Wild Card Weekend, I'd work. I'd do the radio show. If not, you know, I uh, I could use an extra day. Everybody could use a bye week, myself included. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a day off. I'm going to do Mike Vrabel's press conference, though. So if you hear me on the radio show because they carry Mike Vrabel's press conference live, that's where I will be. And it'll be exciting. Uh, I hope to see a lot of you guys at Nissan Stadium. If you're uh, if you're around, come say hi. We're going to be out and about. Uh, I'm going to be. I'm. We're going to have some great guests, by the way, on the radio show all week long. The six one five sessions. We're going to blow out a full divisional round preview with some really great content in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. And if X's and O's are your thing, Greg Cosell and I are going to have a great podcast available for you on the install this Wednesday. All right. See you guys. Uh, see you guys. Uh, tomorrow night, because I'll do this again tomorrow night. Uh, I'm taking the day off radio, but I'll be back on Tuesday, and we can talk all about the Bengals. We'll get into it in great detail. See you tomorrow on A to Z Sports Primetime.